Hey, this is Russ Ward, and this is the very first episode of what I'm going to call my MGTOW Life podcast. Now, I've been meaning to make a podcast for a while on a wide variety of different topics, but tonight I actually decided to do my first one because I watched a movie and it just hit home so hard on what I've been hearing and what I've been thinking about and reading about about the MGTOW movement. And as funny as this is going to sound, I actually watched a show, uh, a a movie tonight with my daughter called The Greatest Showman. A lot of you probably are familiar with the circus, the P.T. Barnum and Bailey Circus, The Greatest Show on Earth, all that kind of great stuff. And I was watching the movie and it just struck me in so many different levels. So if you're not really familiar with the movie or with P.T. Barnum, I'll just give you a little background. So basically P.T. Barnum is a guy that grows up pretty poor. He loses his father, I think both of his parents at a young age, and he meets this girl who's a a rich girl. She lives on the higher side of town and she falls in love with him. She's beautiful. He's, he's a rough and tumble type of boy. And something happens where he has to take responsibility for something. So the girl doesn't get in trouble. And the girl's father slaps him right in the face. And he's basically like, get out of here. You're not good enough for my daughter because you're not rich. Well, long story short, they end up together. He ends up getting married to the woman And for all intents and purposes in the movie, it appears that she's actually a pretty quality woman. She's the opposite of what we talk about in the MGTOW community. She's very loyal. She doesn't care about her money. She doesn't threaten to run home to daddy. Uh, She's a good mother. She's very supportive. I mean, she's everything that guys would probably talk about that they are looking for a woman. They at least portray this woman to be this way in this movie. So I'm not sure if she really was this way in real life. Um... But anyway, they did that in the movie, right? So when he gets married to her, he, you know, he's a a menial worker. And the father says to him, she'll be back eventually because obviously she's going to get tired of having nothing in life being with you. Well, as you can predict by the name of P.T. Barnum in the Barnum and Bailey Circus, Barnum finds great success. Now, it's not great at first. He, He does all kinds of crazy things to try to raise money. He, um, he starts a circus in New York City. And at the very beginning, the circus is actually just a building where he has a basically a freak show, a trapeze act, all kinds of crazy stuff going on in there. And he even has the kids handing out flyers and the wife is helping out. And um, it's just not working out for him. But as time goes on, it starts to catch on a little bit. And he takes on a partner and, and things really, really blow up. And Barnum is, is getting very popular uh, he has his haters, of course, because we all have haters when we get popular and we all have haters whenever we um, achieve success. So he has a whole faction of haters, like protesters outside of his circus that are saying, get these freaks out of here and all this stuff. So he just ignores them, you know, as anybody who has haters should. And the show just keeps going on and on and on and on. He keeps getting more popular. Well, there comes a time when he is invited to England to meet the Queen of England. And so he goes there, he meets the queen, the, uh, the show goes on in England, the queen is impressed, and while Barnum is there, he meets a singer, and the singer's name is Jenny Lind. Now apparently Jenny Lind was the most famous singer in all of Europe at the time. She was a, um, a beautiful woman, had a beautiful voice, she was also a single woman too, and that was very rare back in those times for a woman to not have a husband. And so Barnum meets her, he charms her, and he basically says to her, look, Come to New York City, come to the greatest city in the world, come to the greatest music hall in the world, and I will not just make you the most famous woman singer or the most famous 
person in Europe. I will make you the most famous woman in the whole entire world. Uh, Linda's kind of shy about it. She kind of plays coy a little bit. And she's like, finally, like, all right, I'll do it. So she comes and she just rocks the house down. Everyone in New York City loves Jenny Lind, just like everybody in Europe does. After the show, uh, she she talks to Barnum, and they agree that they're going to do a tour of the United States. They're not just going to keep doing shows in New York City. He's just going to barnstorm this sucker all over the whole entire country. Linda is like, yeah, she's like, I don't know if I want to do that. And, and it's obvious that she's kind of just playing coy. You know, she wants to do it, but she she's playing hard to get like a typical woman does. And, um, you know, the show goes on. It's successful. But the thing is, is in the process, once again, Barnum is risking everything to do this. He actually calculated, at least in the movie. Now, I don't know how accurate any of this stuff that I'm saying is based on the movie because, you know, how they manipulate parts of the movie. But based on what he said in the movie, he said he would not even be profitable until the 41st show. So if they didn't make the 41 shows, Barnum was going to lose everything again. So the show goes on. And they're traveling, and, you know, things are going really well. And then finally, once they reach a pinnacle of success, um, you know, Lind is happy, uh, Barnum is happy, they end up in her hotel room, and they're having some some wine, they're, they're toasting, and she leans in for the kiss, right? Now remember, Barnum is a very happily married man. He has two beautiful daughters, he has a beautiful wife. Uh, part of his goal in life was to provide for his family the way that his father-in-law said he never would. He actually bought a mansion on the same street as his father-in-law. So Lynn knew going into this that he was a married man and he wasn't looking to basically hook up with her, right? So she leans in and he does what any quote-unquote good husband would do. He said, you know what? It's time for me to go. I'm going to go back to my hotel. Predictably, Lynn throws a tantrum because that's what women do when they get rejected when they want something. And she says, you know what? That's fine. This is over. Blah, blah, blah. You know how the women throw their little tantrums. And she goes, that's it. I'm just going to quit. And it wasn't the 41st show yet. And Barnum says, look, you know, we have a deal. Um, This is going to ruin me. And then here's the key. Lynn says to him, well, maybe if you were gentle with other people's feelings, they would be gentle with yours. As if Barnum was some kind of guy who was dating her and screwing around on her. And all of a sudden, he wasn't gentle with her feelings. Well, obviously, that was complete and utter BS. Uh, He had no reason to be gentle with her feelings because he shouldn't have been screwing around with her if he didn't want to be. So, predictably, she throws a tantrum. She quits. Barnum goes home. Oh, and I forgot to mention this one last part. The next night, they do one last show. And in that show... You know, once again, Jenny Lind rocks the house and Barnum's on the stage with her because he's basically the the man of the hour everywhere he goes. And she leans in and she kisses him right on the lips, kind of like the kiss of death. You know what? You're not going to give me what I want. Well, I'm going to take away all your money from you and I'm going to ruin your marriage, too, because this is going to be on the cover of every single newspaper in the world, specifically New York City, where you're from. So what happens? Barnum goes home. His wife meets him. The word hasn't got back yet about this kiss. In the meantime, his uh, his circus burns down, burns to the ground. Uh, a bunch of the protesters, the haters, finally, you know, are able to destroy his circus and then burn it to the ground. Um, it's okay though, right? He's gonna he's gonna make a comeback. But in the meantime, word gets back to New York that he had kissed Jenny Lynn on the lips, and now it's on all the papers. 
And also, the bank is foreclosing on the house because now he has no money to pay for it. And what happens when P.T. Barnum gets home? Well, he goes in the front door and he sees bags all over the place. Why are there bags all over the place? Because his wife is leaving. Now, it doesn't say that his wife's leaving because he lost all the money. She says to him, you know, blah, blah, blah. I, and he says, um, you know, I'm not in love with her. We didn't do anything. Of course, she doesn't believe him. And why, why should she believe him anyway, really? I mean, the guy's running around the country with a beautiful, successful woman. Um, but, you know, that was Jenny Lynn's kiss of death, right? So she not only destroyed him financially, but she also destroyed his marriage by doing that. Um, now, of course, you know, the story ends nicely. They end up back on the beach. They, they sing it out because it's a musical movie. Um, he gets a new circus down by the river and supposedly lives happily ever after. Now, you know, did the story really end like that? I don't know. I looked it up on Wikipedia and um, they don't even mention anything about Jenny Lynn being a scandalous skank like she was. Um, so I just thought it was very um, just compelling Right to watch a movie like this, where you have two completely different ends of the spectrum in terms of women. Um, P.T. Barnum's wife is portrayed as the the quote unquote perfect woman, the woman would all want the the beautiful woman. She's she's um, supportive. She's there for you. She would never leave you. She would never cheat on you. She doesn't care that Daddy has money. She's not going to use that against you, right? And then you have this woman like Jenny Lind, who you knew deep down at the end, being a single woman, she's about to hit the wall, man. You know that she's going to pull this at some point, and she does, and she gets rejected, and she decides to destroy a man's life. So this very well may have been the first documented Me Too movement in the history of newspapers or, or you know, the modern movement. And I don't mean that in a way in terms of sexual harassment. The way I mean that is, is of a woman taking down a man because she didn't get her way. So if you have a chance to watch The Greatest Showman, it's a really good movie. It has a great story. Um, I love it personally because I, I'm a kind of a rags to riches story. I'm not rich at this point, but I did grow up very poor like P.T. Barnum. I have reached success. I've lost success. I mean, I have a very similar story to P.T. Barnum. So that's why it kind of resonates with me. But the story behind the story is what I'm really going for here. I mean, it's just so telling of what a woman will do to you if she does not get her way. She actually gave up millions and millions of dollars of earnings she could have got because she just wanted to destroy a man's life. And it hasn't changed since then. I think this was back in the 1850s. It might have been 1851, I believe, where, where this story takes place. And, you know, it could be 1851, 1951, 2051. It doesn't matter, man. You do not give a woman her way. Most of them, you're going to get your life screwed. And that's the moral of the story. So that is it, man. This concludes my very first podcast, and um, I see I'm not even at 15 minutes here. I thought it was going to just go on and on and on, but it really didn't. I have a lot more cool stuff to share with you guys. I have a very just disgusting story of what a woman did to me, and I want to share that story with you guys because, um, you know, we all need somebody to relate to, and I don't want to share it and rehash it just to whine. It's, it doesn't matter. It's in the past. It's two years ago, but... Men all over the place need to hear this story. We need to hear it over and over and over again. Do not ever, ever, ever give women that power over you. Because if you do give them that power over you, you are going to be screwed the vast majority of the time. And that's all I got for this podcast. I'm um, looking forward to hearing your comments, hearing your feedback. 
and uh, sharing more with you in the future. This is Russ Ward, and I will talk to you again soon.